Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm-hmm. I do truly adore you. I do adore you. We're in a house in a Columbia. We're good and intimate, but no butt stuff. But who knows later? I do truly adore you. Though you put me through hell. And her name is Michelle. She can't can't come to our wedding. wedding. And it's really reasonable. I'm getting married to a drama queen. We're not dating. Scream it out. Scream it out. Sure, I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife. But when I brought you that ranch dressing, I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life. I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle. I only wanted to bone Oh, how could I have known That I'd wind wind up knocked up and really pissed Oh, love in paradise We're planting a banana tree Love in paradise Have you heard of Forever in your giant dick Love in paradise It's the size of my arm Fade it, Gary, wonderful The house mix I do truly adore you I'm puts remix Oh, he's a truly re- the thing about this song, y'all. You can find "Adore You" on TikTok. Um, it truly sounds like something that could have been written last year, 
10 years I, ago, I 20 was years say, ago. I was going to say 1999. It's 30 be, years ago. Yeah. I, 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 it, it's one of those kind of, it, it is a bland, saltine cracker of an R&B slow jam. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I will say his voice is pretty. He has a pretty voice. I agree. He needs a little more mixing on it because uh, it shows his I vocal. I I. I, I think he probably does the production himself. <laughs> probably. <laughs> or yeah. he did have his friend who was helping him. Um, they have a stylist because in the video there, of the Adore You video, there's a lot of hats. <laughs> a lot of hats. A lot of free. Yeah. It looks like he was sponsored by, um, I wouldn't say free people. That's probably too high budget, but probably um, free person. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, Target it, free people. It I don't looks know that like Gap to me. Um, very white backgrounds. Yeah, I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gap, Gap, but a little more ethnic. <laughs> Y'all, this is Lip. This is Love in Paradise, season three, lip. episode five. Um, no, no, we don't know the episode of the. We don't I know even the name tried to look it up and look it up uh, be, um, because of our uh, wonderful relationship with Discovery now, um, or Warner Brothers Discovery. You know, we don't know what they're called now, but we appreciate they send us the episodes, uh, TLC, and um. <clears throat> So, shout out to Nicole. We love that lady. This, one, this one's called Crossing Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Jill Hennessy. <laughs> she was a goddamn coroner. A female coroner on television. That was the show Crossing Jordan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, was Jill Hennessy the actor, I forget, or the character? Jill Hennessy was the actor, and she played Jordan. I always got her confused with I mean, lesbians um, love her. Jill Hennessy. She was I, on Law and Order. She, oh, yeah. I got her. Um, yes. I always get her confused with the woman who was on that show Providence with the curly hair. Oh, Melina Kenakarides? Yes. Karakarides? Karakarides? Something Greek. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, we've got big news. Big news. This we do. Be- Whatever you we say, that, I just don't know what it is. You, I don't know if this was a, was a really important movie for you, but I just read oh, that no. there are talks that Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan are in talks to make a Freaky Friday too, And I am... I've already texted our friend how, Lindsay about this. We're how is that excited. relevant to our show? Because of our generation. Y'all, oh. freak, I love the first Freaky Friday with um, um, lesbian woman. <laughs> who was in that movie about a lion. And uh, uh, who was in the first Freaky Friday? Uh, I don't think nail, I know. Tay in the Wind. Oh, what's uh, her name? Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. N- Jodie Foster again. <laughs> Not a what's her name. She has been an actress for quite a long time. Um, not a what's her name? <laughs> Definitely not. I've got to agree with you on that one. Yeah, you need to do better. <laughs> but anyway, so they did the that one I love. But anyway, they it that movie's twenty years old. So you mean anyway. the the remake of Freaky Friday with Freaky Lindsay Friday. and yeah, which as our friend Sissy said, she said I just watched it, still holds up. Anyway, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about the Little Mermaid movie that's coming out in a few weeks. It's getting a lot of good buzz. <laughs> it, so, the po- so the podcast is just 
things yeah. we're excited about. <laughs> That's the big news. Also, um, big news usually means big news in our world that people would be that that it's people to me. <laughs> but I'm talking about the Venn diagram. Usually, yeah. when you say big news, that is big news to our audience. Well, Just I think so they're going to care about it. Okay. I, I now we do have other big news in that, or not really big news, but. We've watched more now. We're going to cover another Selling Sunset. Um, there is not a bad episode of this season of Selling Sunset. So <laughs> I agree. It's really fucking good. I agree. It uh, is so good. And there was an there was there was an element there was a, a a moment in episode eight of this season that I think I I don't think I we haven't seen anything like it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of processing what I saw. Yeah. Um, well, the whole, yeah, we can't talk about it. No. I'm, but, um, we are restricted oh, by an embargo. We're restricted by, and we want to keep our relationship. By penalty death. of death. <laughs> Y'all, that is going, Selling Sunset season six. It'll go up the 20th. I've been saying the 17th because I think they changed the date. Um, it was originally uh, the 17th. Is it now? It was 20th? originally, it's now the 19th. Um, ah, okay. So the nineteenth is a Friday. Friday. So then our episodes will go up on Saturday the night, twentieth. The twentieth. So you've got all. I will say, I would recommend that y'all binge last season because there's some things that are talked about that you're not going to get if you've um, never seen it. I would if you've never seen it, watch last season. It again, y'all. They're like 30, 35 minute episodes. It, it is popcorn. You need to call out of work and watch Selling Sunset. You do <laughs> the whole thing. If there is something you could even watch while you're at work, <laughs> I don't want to get anyone fired. What I used to watch some of our shows to recap at work all the time. How how were you productive? I well. Because when I got a test, I got the job done. Really, I, I I rushed and hurried and did it as quick as possible. So then you just hid in your office. I guess I've never worked in an office. Yeah, you're in it. I was behind my little cubicle, and so well, it was better when I got the when we COVID happened and I got the. Remember when I they finally gave me an office after 17 years, but it was right by the, it was the one no one wanted with no windows, right by the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> So, and y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all this now. You think women do it in the bathroom? Those, I mean, I heard men. Yeah, bloop, 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 just dropping the kids off, y'all. I just like it. Y'all were, were disgusting. After 17 years, you finally got an office, and it was the worst one. I had to buy a fountain so that way I wouldn't hear people shitting all the time. And you still had to do their dishes. That's still I do their dishes. <laughs> And there were no windows, by the way, too. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> oh, I forget how horrible the management of that place was. Um, you know what? I, I loved it. I loved working. The people are not. I loved working there. The people were nice. And I, honestly, I was treated a lot better than some other people. But I would have been fired within eight weeks. The thing is, it seems brutal to you. You were not meant for corporate America. I was not. I, was I wasn't meant to have a boss. Unless it's in the bedroom, and then we switch off. <laughs> True. Know thyself. <laughs> and know thyself so you can hoe thyself. <laughs> That's a shirt. That's a shirt. Because if you can cream it, you can dream it. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time 
you coined that phrase. And I think my face hurt after because <laughs> it was so filthy. I like it how she sends us stuff occasionally. Yeah. Like she thinks we're her friends, BGL. Uh, we just never respond. <laughs> I don't want to engage. Did you respond to Debbie and Raina on Instagram? I did. I said, we okay. love you. I'll, I'm going to DM them. I want you. They asked for a phone number. You have to give them your phone number because they're gonna. So they'll drunk dial me late at night. <laughs> I can't take. Uh, yeah, you're more for this. I can't know. Hey, is there a gay guys? Yeah, you'll you have better boundaries than I do. I'll get involved, and the next thing I know, I have. I've got to go to Connecticut no, to help Raina get out of a relationship. I have boundaries. Period. Yeah. So that's why you're <laughs> taking their phone number. I have bitch hey, boundaries. Right. Um, sometimes y'all bitch boundaries are good to have. Are good to have. Anything you come else? off like a bitch. No one wants to push your boundaries. No one wants to push your boundaries. Where were we? This Wait. is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Love in paradise. Let's talk. I think that's all we needed to bring up. Um, let's talk about Carlentine. St- oh, I I know what I need to talk about. Um, y'all. Oh, Eurovision. Uh, Eurovision. My Eurovision, Eurovision update. Uh, we will be now. This airs on Monday. Remember, this is going to air on Monday. Yes. So tomorrow on the Below Deck podcast, you will hear me, um, me talking about my wrap up of the finale yeah. of Eurovision. Yes. Um, and spoiler alert: Hannah Waddington's left boob popped out. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and mm. and then and then King Charles sucked on it. Yeah, <laughs> Mummy. And then uh, Camilla's behind, just like tw- like tweaking her titty, <laughs> tweaking her yeah. nipple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great, that happened. Um, yeah. So I'll be talking about the winners, the losers, the drama, uh, and that'll be on our Below Deck podcast. If you go if you want to go to our Instagram, you will also see my summaries of the semifinals. Basically rambling and raving like a crazy person. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little I'm a little worried. Uh so but it's I'm very excited. I still think um Sweden is the team to beat. The, I'm saying this, you're hearing this on Monday, so it doesn't matter. But uh we're recording this on Thursday. I still still think Sweden is the song to beat. Um maybe Finland overtakes them. We'll see. Be careful. Don't love as blind yourself and make promises and then No, I'm is- I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm just I'm just saying I think I think um those those are the two that are going to go head to head but i haven't seen a lot of the big 5 yet except for the french team that i completely or the french the french song that i completely destroyed <laughs> and the german song about blood and glitter it's dumb sorry germany sorry well at das least we're not ireland <laughs> das is not good <sighs> oh, poor ireland they tried <laughs> Hey, you had some winners back in the 90s. Eurovision's <laughs> been going on for that long? Oh, honey, since the 50s. No. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, it was a song contest. Like, people, composers used to write. Like, like legit, like, it's the French used to own it. Like, there were these beautiful chansons that would always win. And then occasionally, ABBA won Eurovision, I think with Waterloo. Um really and yeah and then like the scandinavians started kind of taking over it <laughs> in the in the 80s 70s and 80s what could do you could do a whole podcast about the history of eurovision i'm pretty sure someone's done it <laughs> you you act you you 
I, I, I promise you, Eurovision is huge everywhere but the no, U.S. I believe you, but <laughs> I mean, we still we think we're all connected in this world, but we forget that there's a lot of things that happen in other parts <laughs> of the world countries? That people don't know about. <laughs> yeah, well, especially our country, which is our country. We'd rather just stick our heads in the sand like, Woo. like, like ostriches. Can we move on? <laughs> I was waiting. Let's talk about Carlantine. Carlantine, Carlantine. Come on, ride my car. Come on, take a ride in my Model T. Carlantine, Carlantine. She might not be sweet. She might not be kind, but she's mine. Carlantine, banjo solo. Jug solo. How many espressos have you had today? <laughs> Y'all, when he's doing this, his eyes are like saucer <laughs> and he looks insane. I'm crazy because of Eurovision, actually. Yeah. And I really enjoy singing folk songs about Carlentine with true. the name. And you're packing and trying to get everything to go to Mexico. And I'm only going to be gone for three days. <laughs> but oh. still. All right. So, okay. They're getting married. In, <sighs> I, I first was like. Why are they getting married in six days and then they're still picking out their suit jackets? Because as much as these two care about their appearance, which is a lot, you would think that they would already have their their wedding outfits picked out. And then I forgot until Carlos said, oh, wait, yeah, y'all completely broke up two weeks ago. And yeah, the wedding was off and completely off. Uh, so now you're doing it now because you're back together and going to get married. This is going to work. This is junior high. <laughs> this is gays in junior high. It really, it really is. is. Like yeah. that's how mature both of these men are emotionally. It's, Carlos, Carlos really is it, 12 years old. Carlos especially. Yeah. Boy. Valentine, I don't think Valentine's ever had what I'd like to call an adult relationship. I think he's just fucked around his whole life. Um, and I think then almost he wants one now, but at the same yeah. time, it's, it's weird how it seems to have, I feel like Miss Carlos, which I feel like we should just refer to her as Miss Carlos now. Miss Los, if you're nasty. Yeah. Miss Los. I feel like she was on first season and everybody complimented her hair. Everybody talked about yeah, her butt. She's a monster now. And I feel like now a little bit of the fame has kind of gone to her a little bit. She feels herself. Uh, that's a nice way to put it. I think she's insufferable. <laughs> I mean, she's so whatever. Because even Valentine, the old Valentine was like, you know, Carlos is like, we, I want a simple classic wedding. Uh, and Valentine's like, I want to have disco and booty shaking, but that's not his style. So I'm not going to say anything. And that is not the way Valentine was. Before. That's true. What Something do you think? Of, what do you think about the yellow and blue? suit jackets i actually thought he looked gorgeous in the yellow i thought that was a beautiful i didn't mind it it looks the only thing is it's this giving wedding, me easter vibes it does i don't say it easter feels, picnic it feels easter but i almost wish he did the yellow and i wish carlos did another color besides the pale blue like i agree he, even if he did like a dark navy i think that would work well I agree. The yellow looks good on Valentine, but the two pastels make it looks like they're two dads taking their new gaby out for the Easter egg roll. Yeah. In your Easter bonnet. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't. I did not love the combo. I also think that when you're bigger guys like they are, lighter colors kind of look comical. <laughs> they, yeah. they kind of, they kind of they look, do like, look like two goons from Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bush, what you want to just do with this one, Bush? Darker colors always look better when you're kind of big. And they're, they have nice bodies, but it's just they they're, they're really muscular. and They're very muscular. It, gross. Very, very We do muscular. hear that Carlos says, I've never dated someone I've introduced to my family. Um, and oh, oh, my God. What's happening? Sorry. I put a piece of paper in my shredder like three hours ago thinking it would just automatically shred it. And it just now did it. Scared the mother. That scared me. That scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to I'm keep sorry. going. It wasn't my fault. My shredder has a mind of its own. Keep going. <laughs> God, my shredder has a mind of its own. Thank you. Can I keep going, please? Yes, please. Here, please. 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 Um. So remember, we still hasn't re- haven't resolved anything with Michelle, who is this person we don't know, although we've talked about her. Uh, it's kind of like how, how Nick Cannon is is a cast member on <laughs> Selling Sunset. Yeah, yeah. we have cons- every other conversation is about Nick Cannon, but yes. he's never appeared. Never. Um, I keep waiting. When was he going to sh- just show up at the end? Or maybe he hosts the tell-all since he's a host. <laughs> There's just a huge portrait over in 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 Bree's house, and that yeah. that's just, that's that's like him looming, yes. like a Strindberg play. <laughs> yes. So the now the wedding is in five days, and we're filming a video of, of the song that I performed uh, very accurately. Uh, adore you. What is this? I think this is a. Is it? I forget. Is it adore you or is this a? This is a new song, I believe. So adore you was the old one. I don't know. I, I don't know. Up. They all get tens of views on TikTok. A lot. <laughs> probably mm-hmm. more. Probably at least a thousand. Probably more than we get. I would say. Probably more than we get. Yeah. Um, but so. They're talking about, yeah, Carlos like, yeah, we're filming in this really cool location that Carlos found. The concept is us, like, living in this house, intimacy and affection. And I was like, groundbreaking. That's (laughs) not really – I mean, look, I know that culturally – it's it it feels a lot for them and for Carlos that everyone has their own coming out process, but it does feel like nineteen like early two thousands. Like we're making the first same yeah. sex love video, and I'm like, it, yeah, we've it also, done this. It also feels like a really ridiculous vanity project, and Carlos is like, I get to be the star. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's absurd. So it they keep talking about Michelle though, and. They are. I think we're they're meeting her this evening. So I assume in the next episode we're meeting the the elusive Michelle. We better. And uh, and then remember the way this is explained. I still don't really get it. It's one of the reasons that I think there's a lot of fraudacity in the storyline, but I don't care because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they keep saying, well, first earlier I felt things for her and. And then I said I liked her, but she didn't like me back. But now we're just friends. And I, I'm not sure. And he keeps saying, but that was three years ago. Haven't 
they been going out for like two years or three years? Yeah, they've been dating for a while. And Valentine just basically says, look, I just want to be a priority to you. And I also feel like you would have been with her had she said yes. So that makes me feel uncomfortable. That's what I would say. Way. It seems very logical. And he's just talking normally. And Carlos just starts screaming at him. We going, never fucked. We never kissed. He's like freaking out on him. He's like, we were. And I feel like he yelled, we were on a break. Like he's getting so angry about this. I'm like, you need to calm but, the fuck down. But that argument of his friends actually had reasonable things from both sides. <laughs> this does not. Because then when Carlos says, you know, or Valentine says, you know, I'm not sure that I want her to come to the wedding. Carlos goes, well. Okay, fine. If she can't come, then none of your friends can come to the wedding, too. Nobody can come. No <laughs> one can come. It is just absolute, uh, just absolute ridiculousness. And I don't know if he is just that petty of a person or maybe they're making it bigger. I'm not sure. I, I feel like there's a lot of truth in it. Yeah. But I wrote down, shut, sit down, drama queen. Sit down and fan yourself. Get that butt plug out of your butt <laughs> or put it back in. Or the nectarines that they put on their toes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's all I have for Carlentine. We're going to take a little break for Poodle to calm down and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. 
When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you 
complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Washboard solo. <laughs> Sorry. That <laughs> uh, didn't work. You used to have a washboard. You still I don't know. It? I think I lost it in the move uh, like two moves ago. Y'all, new couple whoop, alert. Whoop, whoop, whoop. New alert. New couple. New couple. Matthew, who is 36 from Dallas. He is uh, in criminal law, but he's also an influencer. Yes. And... I think there's uh it's pretty obvious why he's on the show and then there's anna 27 from brazil and she's fucking gorgeous <laughs> yeah. he's not bad he's no he's just, cute they're a cute couple just, i understand why he's kind of worried <laughs> that she may just move on with someone else because she's stunning they yeah they show her and, and she's as she describes herself as a vegan a Leo and a badass bitch. Yeah, um, God, watch out for Leos, man. Especially if they look like that. I, I can, can we talk about our boxing teacher? Holy, oh, holy shit! shit. Brazilian, Brazilians just have this. They they don't look like anyone else in the world. There's like a specific look to Brazil, both Brazilian men and women that are just like. They're just so fucking stunning. Um, uh, one of my friends uh, in L.A. got married to uh, his husband, and they, we finally met him. And I've seen pictures, but we finally met them two weeks ago. They were visiting L.A., and I would uh, he was talking, and I was just not in like a I want to fuck you way. I was just staring yeah, at bet, him. Yeah, I I'm sure. No, so no, no. real no. subtle. No, 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 because no, no. But still, it was like looking at like the looking like a, at a painting. <laughs> I was just like, how? How did you get so beautiful? Yeah, it's a problem. They make good porn there this. too, I've heard. Me too. I've heard that. Heard that. Wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so she, so yeah, she's Eddie Matthew from Dallas. Um, y'all, he's got over 22,000 followers. It's not bad. It's not, we only have 19. So <laughs> also on Instagram. <laughs> Um, he loves being silly and goofy and I, I wonder, I need, we need to research, do research on his content. I don't know what he does. It seems like he's one of those people who just does goofy shit and people to get away from their, their sad humdrum lives. Watch him. Um, what do you think we do? (laughs) Fair. Fair. So we just do it on a mic. It, it does seem like he's like hitting a pinata, all this. Um, here's my, maybe this is something to talk yeah. at the end. I, we're, we're, you know, good point. 
I'm not curing polio. <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not no. finding the vaccine for polio. No. So I think no. I'll just take a yeah, sit down, sit down, and bitch. criticize his work for hitting a pinata. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did a whole bluegrass song about Carlentine. Yes. So mm-hmm. I probably need to take some self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, why? This is episode five and they introduced introduce a new couple. I thought about that as well. What are your theories on that of why they're introduced so late? Um, I have one, but I want to, if you don't have one, I have one, but I just wanted to offer. Uh, I have a feeling that it's going to explode at Carnival. See, I originally, or, or there's no problems. They'll, they'll just sail I think through. that part. I think, especially when we see the meet, I think these both, these two really love one another and are infatuated yeah. with it. And I think... You know, yeah, she'll be upset about the visa and it'll be a little drama, but I think they're going to tough it out. I also think this was JV 90 Day Fiance team. I think they're not crazy enough. I think they were there if someone dropped out, if someone murdered their partner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And or if someone said something horribly racist online and like uh, the like the littlest clans member that could yeah <laughs> the littlest clans <laughs> and she just shuffled out of the room as I yeah said. <laughs> yeah <laughs> she just took her sheet oh <laughs> the littlest clans member i'm sure she's still on social media somewhere uh practicing her hile boy um, they wrap wrap that up in three episodes <laughs> Boy, y'all. And the other thing is, if you've got something in your past, num- number one, if you don't scrub everything, you're an idiot. And and if you've got something and if someone comes to you and you're like and you're like, oh, fuck that. I can see how that would be racist or oh, shut fuck. That's straight up racist. Apologize, <laughs> even if you don't mean it. <laughs> That's the thing. Any PR person would tell you. But she doubled down. They always double down. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I would I would love to run PR for the actually I would hate it. No, you would hate it. But I would I would love to just tell someone, say, listen, it doesn't matter. Like if you craft your even arena. Even Arena from Love is Blind had something to say, and she was awful. <laughs> All right. We need to move on. Sorry. I'm, I'm keyed on. the fuck up. You're keyed the fuck up today. So um, we see the video of them, like, hugging one another, a meeting for the first time, and he said, you know, he said, we met, and they hung out, and then they met again, and he he, he said he at the end of the trip, he asked her to, pro- he proposed to her. She said Yes. Um, the kind of the plot point is he's coming for, um, that's why this does feel not fraudacity, but just very massage because he's y'all, he's coming for carnival. He's not even coming to like, see if this is going to work. No, he's already proposed back. Like they're already a done deal. So they have applied for the K one and he's worried that it's going to take a little longer to get the visa. They thought it was going to be like six months, and y'all, you know, we know this can take up to two years. Yeah, now that you're talking about it, I think I think this is a done deal. Um, I I also 
I despise those big wall clocks. Can I got, said, can we talk about the Watchman clock on the side of his wall? It's too much. I'm kind of okay with a smaller version of that. I'm but, fine, but you need to make your wall be a clock. That's a lot of work. It reminds me of that rat or that mouse in the night before Christmas. Like you'd be you have to bounce around trying to fix that clock. Yes. It's so big. It's so big. And also too. <laughs> That clock did. I don't think that Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> okay, you've got to get fucked in Mexico real quick. Um, you're just so even keto. a miracle needs a hand. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, that mouse was gay. You are not going to be able to prove to me either God. way. You know what I'm talking about, Albert. <sighs> Albert the mouse. I never saw that Christmas special. How? Dare you? Well, it was fantastic. Tammy Grimes. Oh, sh- show it to you. Can show it to me next Christmas episode. Now, you know you're gay it. when you scream out, Tammy, Tammy Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you've got. Remember, I have a heart out today. You're like, oh god. And I got to in. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey. Sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wow. Wow. We you know what it places? is? It's, I'm loopy. I'm I'm loopy after this week. I know, I know. But but the only thing I have is that he he's packed. I mean, he's packed. His friend Blake is taking to the airport. And, it looks um, like Sean Astin. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And Blake's like, are you worried about a lot of guys hitting on her? And instead, again, this just shows. Matthew's like, yeah, I'm kind of worried about it. But honestly, she's from a different culture. And they party different. And they behave different. And I want to respect that. And I don't want to ruin her carnival. And I went. I was like. You're not 90 Day Fiance material. Why are you not an asshole? (laughs) You're an understanding American. We never get that. Also, he's got an asymmetric sweater, which I adore. (laughs) I love that white and like a black stripe, but it's It's not. It's very cute. It's so cute. I kind of want to find out where it was because I kind of want it. The only problem is it's white, so I'll probably spill food on it. You will. They're a cute couple. He arrives and she is so excited. They're in love. And and this is this is the big kicker that I wanted to say that I don't think people realize. I want on your your opinion, but I think he's not maybe the most he's not as beautiful as she is, but he's nice and he's got a big dick. I don't think it's a huge dick, but I think it's a nice dick. Um I think he's a likable person. I think he's a nice person. He knows that this is as good as he's going to get. And he's just in love with her. And I think she sees something in him. I think and probably she dated, a, you know, especially in Brazil with South American, there can be a lot of like machismo culture and oh things yeah, like she's that. She's dated some gross I, ones. She's dated some gross fucking guys. She's got those tattoos all over her arm. Those are probably saying goodbye to each one and doing some type of ceremony. <laughs> and you know that she like, just as happy to have a nice guy. You don't have tattoos like that after not dating some yeah. shitty assholes. Yeah. 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 Speaking we, of assholes. about eyelashes? They enter the room before five Boy, seconds you- after. <laughs> now, a lot of you commented saying, Maddie, I can't believe you didn't comment on her eyelashes. There was a, y'all don't forget. She already was a nudist walking around our house naked. So I was a little distracted and sitting on cake. So I was a little distracted. But she now that she's an ahead. eyelash stylist now. <laughs> yes. Now that we are uh, kind of in the normal world again and she's wearing clothes and my head stopped spinning. Holy fuck. These look terrible. 
it's like two big feather fans just flopping at you. And they're and it's not even the size of them. They're too long. They're, they're so long. Well, that is the size of them. I think they're too long and they're also too voluminous. Yeah. They're too voluminous. They are. They Cut are. down on the volume, honey. Turn it down. Yeah. Turn it down. So he meets Everton and Jordan. Everton I, I just want to say, real, because we said we we get early episodes of this, and so sometimes the episodes aren't fully complete. As Sissy said, so what we missed that we didn't talk about last episode, I went that basically right when she landed, she says this. We see her saying, "I just received this voicemail," and so that was at the end of last episode. So yeah. that's kind of now. That's why, if you, it didn't make sense to me at first, that's why she lands and she's completely upset. And you can tell she is pissed, y'all. Yeah, it is weird um, that that she she does she it just switches the but it, it, the whole thing is a little weird anyway she's excited to meet his mother maybe his sons he's like well i got to figure that out really um and so she's just chilly with him and what i what i i think what i'm what i'm missing here with the trope of the cheating guy is the fact that he's actually being considerate of his family and not family bombing her I, I agree. I see both sides. I agree with that. And I thought that before, like he seems to be considerate. But then also I thought, wait a minute, but you say you're going to marry this person. You've gone into business together and they spent a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be business partners. It does seem like meeting your children sooner than later. I agree. Would be nor. I don't think, I don't think that's out of the realm for Jordan to want that. Haven't they been together? Like, Am I making this up? Years. Like 10 years? Yeah, they keep her together on and off. So and I keep actually saying on and off. Yeah. And the way we saw him react, I went, oh, I think this is a bait and switch. We thought Jordan was going to be the crazy one sitting on cakes and doing all this. And I think she is a little intense. Oh, I think she's, I think she's certifiable. <laughs> but I think Everton is probably a certi- uh, certifiable, as you would say, uh, someone who cannot commit. That I would agree with. Um, She's just staring at him with that cold, lashy stare. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, is there a draft in here? (laughs) Y'all, they could put her out in India and she could power Palm Springs. (laughs) God bless. So they, (laughs) he keeps saying, are you good? And she's like, for now, for now, she is the worst actress. And so they're okay. I, I want to. You said actress. Did you? I'm torn on this. Sometimes it felt real. Sometimes it felt fraud acid. It doesn't feel real to me. Um, okay. I think it may be that she's kind of steeled herself to decide that she's going to screw him. But then near the end, when she kind of seems like she forgives him, it doesn't feel that way. Uh-huh. I, my theory is that neither one of them can fully commit to the other. Um, and this this property that they purchased felt like a bridge too far, and it's making her have huge anxiety. Oh. And, and she sees that as a level of commitment, and he sees that as a level of commitment, and he's nervous about it, which is why he's afraid to let his children meet her. I think you're dead on. So I think both these people have problems with commitment, and... And, uh, and you know what the, the thing about, I just realized this, 
Remember the idea that she was worried about telling him she sat on cakes and did fetish videos? Yeah. That storyline's been dropped, I believe. Yeah, they haven't. They're, they're either going to bring that back mm. up or the producer's like, we really need a good thing for... And then they, she got that voicemail and the producer said, never... Rachel said, never mind, we've got it. The, the storytelling here is quite messy. Yeah, um, I agree. And so she plays the phone call um, for him. Or oh, before that, she said, "Let's talk about Grand Cayman." She said, "Well, I did my part. Wh- uh, what do we do?" And he's like, "Well, we got to get the land prepped. That's like two or three weeks." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, okay. Well, I guess for, we're gonna get everything for, done in two to three weeks." Like two to three weeks. And she's and he said, "He said, I know it's all you on financial." And she said, "Well, just trust me." She's like, "Well, that's a big ask because I got a phone call click, per- click. pertaining to you," and she had a lot to say. And this is where I went. Y'all, you see Everton's face, and he goes, "Fuck!" Oh, it the he, color drained. <laughs> you, yes, y'all. I mean, he looked caught. And she said, uh, and the woman's like, "Well, we were dating. We were actually. I think she says he was fucking me during COVID. I don't know if she said dating. I have something to say to you. That man, Everton, he's a dog." Dog he is, and don't you feel pathetic coming over here, an American woman who's hunting a man on the islands? Pathetic. Now, that this woman had a Jamaican accent or an island accent. You're she doing did, her as Southern, but, but yeah. But she channeled fucking dramatic Southern. It was, it was. It was really dramatic. And you think he's been down here fucking me. <laughs> Don't you feel pathetic? Oh, you ridiculous American woman. See, it, it feels almost, good, doesn't it? It almost sounded fake. Uh, that's what I, I went. Did they hire an actor to record I, this? I don't know anymore. I, I have don't. all kinds of tinfoil hatty ideas about this couple. And the quality sounded so good. Yes! Like, not a phone, and that's I was what like, I was going to say. I feel like this is, it feels a little fake to me. I think, though, if we start thinking that, maybe maybe it's a possibility. That's a lot to do to produce something that's mediocre. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, 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 yeah. Because mm-hmm. this to me is a mediocre storyline. Agreed. Agreed. Um, anyway, he's saying, fuck, fuck, fuck. Look, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. That bitch is. And George's like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets more angry faster. And. He says, I'm sorry. She was just a fling. There's no love there. And it's over then, now. And then she's just like, well, you better not keep a secret from me again. Let's you've go done love. what you, yeah, you've done what you've done. Let's go. And I went, that's, that's- it. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Um, I, it just felt too wrapped up too quickly. That storyline, uh, I think this is there, and I'm not saying I've enjoyed watching this season so far. I this all feels JV to me, like this all feels like JV 90 Day Fiance. The stakes don't feel as high. I just want to, yeah. It seemed like Jordan. I wonder if we find out later if they have an open relationship or an agreement because it seemed like that's what it feels like. She wasn't upset that he had an affair. She was upset that she didn't. He didn't tell her about it. Yep, I agree. And they 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 really push the on off again relationship thing. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Jessica and Juan? 
Let me also say, someone in the sissy squad said Juan Hanks, and now I can't get it out of my <laughs> mind. Oh, God. Oh, God. I got apartments. Oh, God. There's walls down. Oh, God. Oh, what am I going to build? Ah, Wilson. I still don't hear it. You're, you know what? A lot of sissies do. And I, so that's why I do it for them. Tens. You know, I do it for um, them. I got to say, I'm about done with Miss Jessica. Um, Speak to it. I'm done with this idea of she's the one who got baby fever. She's the one who said, um, uh, I, I want to have a baby now and got herself knocked up living in fucking cow patty, stink town, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she has, she has the nerves that, well, your last, this is your last cruise. Bitch, you're going to need the money. I wrote, then get your financial shit in order I, before you decide to get baby fever and get thank knocked you. up. I went, I'm done with you, bitch. After you all, after, yeah. yeah. Here's someone, this is his, think about it. This is a way of saying. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com someone who's a plumber and saying this is the last house you're plumbing you have to completely switch careers and start a new career and guess what yeah. he's gonna come to the u.s to fucking cow patty town to cow patty. and not make shit because he can't work for fucking Thank six you. months and Thank then when you. he does get a job it's gonna be some shit job in like uh not making a ton of money. I was livid. And he'll I be working all the livid. time and he'll never be home. And then you're going to nag him for not being a present father because he has to work all the time so you can care for your baby. Sit down, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. I watched that and gone. I went, who are you, Cal Patty? That's what yeah. I'm going to call her. For, that's it. Cal Patty. <laughs> not Jessica. Cal Patty and Juan Hanks. <laughs> That's it. Instead of Wilson, he'll just talk to a cow patty out in some pasture. This is ridiculous. This is if this is not faked, if this is not fraudacity at all, you need to get your priorities in order, cow patty. I, I will you, say she doesn't know about construction. They're building It takes forever. And they're building seven apartments. Yeah. So she wants to expect to have all this done, but when you have seven apartments, 
Juan is right. If he had a crew that was getting yeah. there, it would be so expensive. No way. I think this is a little bit of fraudacity because I kind of uh, don't. I kind of think she is that. Oh, so you think Cal Patty is this ununderstanding? I, 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 <laughs> I think this is the. I, I, yeah, I think Cal Patty is. <laughs> That's it. That's her name, y'all. That's it for the rest of the summer. I don't care if they're on Night at Fiance or whatever. She's Cal Patty. <laughs> I I just went, bitch. You don't you don't even know what you're asking for here. You need to sit down. You're the one who got knocked up. You're yeah. the one who needs more money. You wanted you wanted another baby. Yep. So zip it. That you're gonna and it's gonna be is this a girl? It's gonna be a girl, right? I don't know. I I know it's gonna be a boy and it's gonna be another D name and it's gonna be another blonde monster. <laughs> Or maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll look like Juan. Maybe it'll look a little Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's to hoping. That's all I've got. Make this in. <laughs> Literally, not just for the show. That's all you've got, period. That's all I've got. That's I'm so got. worried. We're covering an episode of Selling Sunset after this, and you're going to oh, be nuts. God. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the show. We call. Go to realitygaze.com. You know the drill. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. Um, and if you want to buy my new single, Carlantine, 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 going on a ride with Carlantine, sitting in the back of my Model T. Just play the joke. <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh